Welcome to Zichud Avsi Mandamemer by Avram Goldai and here in Sechus Ksubis, Dach Yud Gimel. The first parak of Basilanises. The Zichur Mesechus Ksubis program has been generously sponsored as a schus for HaKazachas Torah. So the three drops are going to focus on number one. The next Mishnah states regarding Basin. They saw an unmarried woman speaking with someone and they asked her, What's the nature of this man? And she replied, Ish pony vakonhu. He's pony and he's a Kohen. She's believed. Rabbi Yeshua says, We do not live by her mouth. Rather, she has a chazak of having relations with a nasan or mamzer until she brings proof to her claim. The more brings a malchok is learning what is meant by speaking with the bears. Ziri says, Nistara. It means she was in seclusion with him. And Ravasi says, Nivala. It means she had relations with him. The Gemara says, well, it's understandable according to Ziri that it means she was secluded, for that is what is meant by speaking. But according to Ravasi, how does speaking connote having relations? The Gemara answers that the Mishnah is using Lushin Ma'alya, a euphemism, as it's written in Mishli regarding the ways of an adulterous woman, She eats and wipes her mouth and says, I have done no wrong. Rashi explains that eats is a euphemism for having relations. Pointing to the Gemara brings several challenges to Ravasi's position. It was stated in Abraisa, They saw her enter with a man into a secluded place or ruin, and they asked her, what's the nature of this man? And she replied, He is a Kohen, the son of my father's brother. Rabbi say that she's believed and permitted to marry a Kohen. Rabbi Yeshua says she's not believed until she brings proof. The Gemara says that it's understandable according to Ziri, who holds speaking means secluded, but that is why the Bryson brought the two cases of a secluded place and a ruin, one for seclusion and the other case where she had relations. But according to Rabasi, who holds speaking is having relations, what's the need for two cases? The Gemara answers that the Bryson is speaking of two types of ruins, Churba de Masvo, Churba de Dabra, the ruins in a city and ruins in a field. If the Brysa only brought the case of ruins in the city, we would say that that is a case where Mangamuel believes her since robed men in a Jewish city are fit for her. And if only taught the case of a ruin in the field, we'd say that perhaps it's only there where Yeshua disagrees, but in a Jewish city he would agree. The more eventually refutes Ravasi's position. And pointing me through Rabbi Yochanan said, To the ones who rule her fit, referring to Rabbi Gezer, they rule her daughter as fit as well. And according to the one Rabbi Yeshua who rules her puzzle, he rules her daughter's puzzle as well. But Rabbi Gezer says, To the one who rules her fit, he rules her daughter is puzzle. Rabbi said that Rabbi Gezer's reason is, it's well that her mother is fit, for she has a chazak of kashos, but her daughter does not have a chazak of kashos. Rashi explains that before the woman was secluded or pregnant, she had a chazaka that she was fit to a Kohen. Now, because of a suffolk, we do not remove the chazaka from her. So once again, the three points are number one. The next Mishnah states regarding Beistet. They saw an unmarried woman speaking with someone, and they asked her, What's the nature of this man? And she replied, Ish pony v'kohenhu. He's pony and he's a Kohen. Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi say, Nehmenes, she is believed. But Rabbi Yeshua says, Woma piyo We do not live by her mouth. Rather, she has a chazak of having relations with a nasan or mamzer until she brings proof to her claim. The more brings about focus on what is meant by speaking with the bears. Ziri says, Nistara. It means she was in seclusion with him. And Ravasi says, Nivala. It means she had relations with him.
The Gemara says, well, it's understandable according to Zairi that it means she was secluded, for that is what is meant by speaking. But according to Ravasi, how does speaking connote having relations? The Gemara answers the mission is using Lushin Ma'alya, a euphemism, as it's written in Mishli regarding the ways of an adulterous woman, She eats and wipes her mouth and says, I have done no wrong. Rashi explains that eats is a euphemism for having relations. Pointing to the Gemara brings several challenges to Ravasi's position. It was stated in Abraisa, They saw her enter with a man into a secluded place or a ruin, and they asked her, what's the nature of this man? And she replied, He is a Kohen, the son of my father's brother. Rabbi say that she's believed and permitted to marry a Kohen. Rabbi Yeshua said she's not believed until she brings proof. The Gemara says that it's understandable according to Ziri, who holds speaking means secluded, but that is why the Bryson brought the two cases of a secluded place and a ruin, one for seclusion and the other case where she had relations. But according to Rabasi, who holds speaking is having relations, what's the need for two cases? The Gemara answers that the Bryson is speaking of two types of ruins, Churba de Masvo, Churba de Dabra, the ruins in a city and ruins in a field. If the Brysa only brought the case of ruins in the city, we would say that that is a case where Mangamuel believes her since robed men in a Jewish city are fit for her. And if only taught the case of a ruin in the field, we'd say that perhaps it's only there where Yeshua disagrees, but in a Jewish city he would agree. The Gemara eventually refutes Rabasi's position. And pointing me through Rabbi Yochanan said, To the ones who rule her fit, referring to Rabbi and Rabbi Gezer, they rule her daughter as fit as well. And according to the one Rabbi Yeshua who rules her puzzle, he rules her daughter's puzzle as well. But Rabbi Gezer says, To the one who rules her fit, he rules her daughter is puzzle. Rabbi said that Rabbi Gezer's reason is, it's well that her mother is fit, for she has a chazak of kashos, but her daughter does not have a chazak of kashos. Rashi explains that before the woman was secluded or pregnant, she had a chazaka that she was fit to a kohen. Now, because of a suffolk, we do not remove the chazaka from her. All right, so now we go to our simon daf yud gimel, and our standard simon is a bar mitzvah boy. A bar mitzvah boy. So here goes. The overly zealous bar mitzvah boy who saw a woman speaking with a man and brought Bastin to see for themselves had his friends take out the ruins in the city and ruins in the field and hoped to hear that Basin would rule that her daughter's puzzle despite her mother's chazaka. Once again, it's emotion. The overly zealous bar mitzvah boy, bar mitzvah boy, that must be one duff, yud gimel. The overly zealous bar mitzvah boy who saw a woman speaking with a man and brought Basin to see for themselves, which reminds us, the next mission of states regarding Basin, they saw an unmarried woman speaking with someone and they asked her, what's the nature of this man? And she replied, Ish pony he's pony is a kohen. She's believed that Yeshua says, we do not live by our mouth. Ella, she has a chazak of having relations with the Nasan or Mamzer until she brings proof to her claim. The more brings on Chok is going what is meant by speaking. Ziri says Nistra, it means she was in seclusion with him, and Ravasi says Nivala, it means she had relations with him. A Pasik is brought to show that speaking is a euphemism for having relations. So the overly zealous bar mitzvah boy who saw a woman speaking with a man and brought Basin to see for themselves had his friends take out the ruins in the city and ruins in the field, which reminds us that more brings several challenges to Ravasi's position. Was stated in a brisa, they saw her enter with a man into a secluded place, a ruin, and they asked her, "What's the nature of this man?" According to Ravasi, who holds speaking is having relations, what's the need for two cases? The more answers that the brisa is speaking of two types of ruins. 
The ruins in a city and ruins in a field. If the Bryce only brought the case of ruins in the city, we'd say that this is a case where Mangamuel believes her, since robed men in a Jewish city are fit for her. And if it only taught the case of a ruin in the field, we'd say that perhaps it's only there Rabbi Yeshua disagrees, but in a Jewish city, he would agree. The Gemara eventually refutes Ravasi's position. So the overly zealous bar mitzvah boy who saw a woman speaking with a man and brought Basin to see for themselves had his friends take out the ruins in the city and ruins in the field and hoped to hear that Basin would rule that her daughter is possible despite her mother's chazaka. Which reminds me, Yochanan said to the ones who rule that she's fit, referring to Ramagam they rule her daughter is fit as well. And according to the one Yeshua, who rules her puzzle, he rules her daughter's puzzle as well. But Rabbi Lazar says, To the one who rules her fit, he rules her daughter's puzzle. Rabbi said that Rabbi Lazar's reason is that it's well that her mother is fit, for she has a chazaka of kashos, but her daughter does not have a chazaka of kashos. So once again, the overly zealous bar mitzvah boy who saw a woman speaking with a man and brought Basin to see for themselves had his friends take out the ruins in the city and ruins in the field and hoped to hear that Basin would rule that her daughter is possible despite her mother's chazaka. Alright, so now it's time for four blabach chazara. Davtes, so the similar davtes is a teapot. So here goes. At the Pesach Basuch tea house, tea house, that must be on davtes, tea, teapot. At the Pesach Basuch tea house, where Kalos who became forbidden to the Chassans came for tea, which reminds me of said, Omer Pesach Basuch Masasi Naman Loshalov. If the Chassan said, I found an open entrance suggesting that she's already in relations with someone else, he's believed to make her forbidden to him. Even though this claim cannot be verified, he is believed, as it applies to himself, to make her into something that's forbidden to him. He's not believed to the extent that it would make her lose her ksuba. So, at the Pesach Pesuach tea house, where Kalos who became forbidden to their chassans, came for tea, sat one lady who showed the get her husband gave her before he went to war. Which reminds us, the Gemara asks, why was Batsheva permitted to dabba given there are many witnesses? And the Gemara gives two answers. One, it was done by Ones, or secondly, Uriah gave her a get before going to war. The get was given conditionally to take effect from the time of writing if the husband were to die in battle. Uriah died on the battlefield, and therefore Batsheva was permitted to David. So at the Pesach Masuch tea house, where Kalos who became forbidden to their chassans, came for tea, sat one lady who showed the get her husband gave her before he went to war, to a sad friend who lost her ksu because her chassan, who went to the effort of preparing the suuda, was believed. Which reminds us, what Yudah said in the name of Shmuel, Omer Pesach Masuch Masasi, Naman Lapsida Ksubasal. When they were asked what did the Chomim achieve by instituting a Ksuba, if the husband could easily free himself of it with this claim, Rav answered that Chazaka ain't Adantarach Masuda Masida. It's Chazaka, man will not put all this effort into preparing the Suda and then waste it. Daf Yud, so the similar Daf Yud is a minion of Yidin. So here goes. The minion of Yidin, minion of Yidin, that must mean we're on Daf Yud. The minion of Yin who came to the rabbi to learn how to read a ksuba for a basula, that was a daraisa, which reminds us, according to one approach in the Gemara, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel holds that a ksuba for a basula is a daraisa, learned from Kesev Yishkob Kamohar Basulos, but a ksuba for an almana is a darabanan. So the minion of Yin who came to the rabbi to learn how to read a ksuba for a basula, that was a daraisa, wondered what the wine barrel in the corner was for, which reminds us Rabbi Gamliel Bar Rebbe performed the wine barrel test to determine if a kal was a basula. He first tested it on shivchas because he was an expert in it, and and it's not proper to be mazalzel to demean the benos Yisrael by testing it on them. So the minion of Yin who came to the rabbi to learn how to read a ksuba for a basua, that was a daraisa, wondered what the wine barrel in the corner was for, which had a ksuba for an almana, and almana 
tape to it, which reminds us, a widow is called an almana because she receives almana. When the Gemara then asks how the Torah could use the word almana when the Ksuba didn't exist then, it answers, because the Rabban in the future were destined to institute almana for her. We see the Torah write something based on the future, such as referring to the third river from Gan Eden that flows east of Ashur, even though Ashur did not exist at that point. Daf Yudov, so the Simran Daf Yudov is stars like the 11 stars in Yosef's dream. So here goes. The happy young Ger lying in his bed looking up at the shining stars in the sky. Stars? That must be more on Daf Yudov. The happy young Ger lying in his bed looking up at the shining stars in the sky while holding a picture of the basin that converted him. Which reminds us, Ravuna said, Ger katan mabiluino so al das basin. In the case of a katan that converts, we immerse him in the mikvah on the understanding of basin. Rashi explains that when the katan does not have a father, a basin can serve in his father's place, enabling the child to convert through them. Rafun is coming to teach us that it's a schus for a young ger to convert, and it's only for an adult, the tam tam de isura, who has tasted the taste of ister, that conversion is not a schus. So the happy young ger lying in his bed, looking up at the shining stars in the sky, while holding a picture of the basin that converted him, was shocked when his older sister stormed into the room and declared she was going to renounce her conversion. Which reminds us, Rabbi Yosef said regarding minors that convert, When they get older, they may renounce their conversion. Rashi explains that this then applies even in the case where the child converted along with his father. Gamora clarifies that once she becomes an adult for one moment and does not renounce her conversion, she is no longer able to do so. So the happy young girl lying in his bed looking up at the shining stars in the sky while holding a picture of the basin that converted him was shocked when his older sister stormed into the room and declared she was going to renounce her conversion. After being injured by a young boy's piece of wood. Which reminds us, Rav Yudah said in the name of Rav, Katan Habal Asa Mukas Eitz, a minor boy who has relations with an adult female renders her a Mukas Eitz. Rashi explains that even though a bia of a minor is not a bia, it's no less than an inserted piece of wood in terms of rupturing her basuim. Therefore, according to the Chamim, she'd only receive a ksuba of a mana and she would be forbidden to a kongado who must marry a basua. Shmuel disagreed and said, a Mukas Eitz Babasar, there's no such thing as a Mukas Eitz caused by flesh. If such relations do not render her a nambasua, they also do not make her a mukasates. Dafyud base. So the similar Dafyud base is twelve brothers. So here goes. The twelve brothers from Yehuda, twelve brothers, that must be one Daf Yud base. The twelve brothers from Yehuda eating with their new brother in law, who told them to not even try to make a tinus basulim, which reminds us the next mission states, if one eats in his father in law's house in Yehuda, after condition without aiding that he did not have Yichud with the Kala, he could not make a claim of Tanis Basuma because it was the Minag in Yehuda that he has Yichud with her during these visits. The Gemara infers from the fact that the Mishnah stated if one eats, that there are places in Yehuda where one does not eat in his father-in-law's house during the period of Kedusha, and therefore, Achasin in those places could bring a Tanis Basulim. So the twelve brothers from Yehuda eating with their new brother-in-law, who told them to not even try to make a Tanis Basulim, were showing him that the Ksuba Mount to marry the Basula's sister was the same as one for an Almana Bas Kohen, which reminds us there were two Takanas made for the Ksuva of a Bas Kohen Almana. When the Kohanim saw people were still divorcing the Almanas and the amount was not a deterrent, they raised the amount to 200 Zuz. But when they saw people choosing a Bas Yisrael Basua for that amount, they lowered it back down to Almana. So the twelve brothers from Yehuda eating with their new brother-in-law, who told them to not even try to make a tinus basulim, were showing him that the Ksuva amount to marry their Basula's sister was the same as one for an Almana Bas Kohen. 
when their sister rushed in to tell her husband that she was certain that his field had just flooded. Which reminds us, the Gemara wanted to compare the case of one who marries a woman and does not find her pursuing and she says, who after you were Makadish me, I was violated. And this is the case of the buyer's field was flooded, to a case where one said to the other, you owe me a mana, and the other one says, I don't know. Rav Yehud and Rav Huna said he is Chayev, Bari B'Shema, Bari Adaf, and Rav Nachman and Rav Yochanan said he is Pater, Ukimamana Bechazos Mari. We got the money remain with its current owner. The Gemara answered Rav Nachman could say that his view is in accordance with Ramagamwil, for Ramagamwil only believed the wife because of a Migu, for she could have claimed she was a Mukas Eitz, but there was no Migu in the loan case. Alternatively, Ramagamwil holds we keep the woman in her Chazaka of being a Basula, whereas in the loan dispute, the plaintiff has no Chazaka. Alright, now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one. Which definitely the one who ate in his father-in-law's house in Yehuda after Kedushan without aiding could not bring a Tainus Basuin, but not every place in Yehuda kept that minhag that's on Duff? Yud base. Good number two. Which definitely when the Queen Ravasi, when the Bryces said the basin saw a woman enter seclusion or a ruin, it meant two types of ruins, one in the city and one in the field. That's on Duff? Yud Gimel. Good number three. Which stuff do we have regarding what is meant when Basin saw a woman speaking with a man? Does it mean seclusion or having relations? That's on Duff. Yud Gimel. Good number four. Which stuff do we know that one reason that Bathsheba was not forbidden to David is that Uriah gave her a get all Tanai when he went to war? That's on Duff. Test. Good number five. Which stuff do we have whether a minor who has relations with a Godola makes her into a Mukha's eights? That's on Duff. Yidolf. Good number six. Which definitely when the Rebbe Shimon Gamliel holds that a ksuba for a basula is a deraisa and is learned from Kesav Yishkol Kamohar Basulos and the ksuba in Almana is a deraban. That's on Dav. Yud. Good number seven. Which definitely when the review to said in the name of Shmuel that a chasin is believed to make his call loser ksuba when he says Pesach Basuch Masats because it's a chazaka that a man will not go through the effort of preparing a suda to waste it. That's on Dav. Test. Good number eight. Which stuff do we have in the room? Rebbe did a wine barrel test to determine if a call was a basula. That's on Duff. Good. Good number nine. Which stuff do we have in Whether the daughter is puzzled despite her mother's chazaka of being permitted to a Cohen. That's on Duff. Yud Gimel. Good number ten. Which stuff do we have that there are two takanas for the ksuba of an almana bas Cohen. That's on Duff. Yud base. Excellent. That concludes today's shear. This is Rabbi Ram Goldham Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.